the from page to screen. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, I think. Uh, but yep, well, it says Andrew Whitworth unavailable. So hopefully Bob will message in, but we'll start ahead anyway. No, I think I'm all right. Plodding good. Along. How's yourself? I'm good. How am I sounding? You're I've sounding got a new okay. You've, headset. Have you got a new headset? It's not knackered like the the one you sent me a picture of last week with a sticky bit of tape on it. Yeah, it, it finally uh, finally gave way, so uh, I had to replace it. You know, there was no <laughs> there was no that tape's been on for so long, and then more and more tape has been added uh, over the months, and it was just time uh, to say goodbye. Which, um, so you weren't going to get four more years out of the headset then, that's that's the thing, isn't it? So which headset did you go for? Uh, I went for, uh, I'll say it's cheap, but it, you know, £20 is is expensive, Um, but it is one of the cheaper ones uh, on on the market. It's uh, billed as a gaming headset. It's got neon lights uh, on the side, which are no use to me whatsoever. <laughs> I've never quite... What's the point in the neon lights? Is that so if somebody walks in the room, they could see that you're sitting there with a headset on, <laughs> staring at a TV blankly and ignoring anybody that is in the uh, same space? Because you're not going to see them yourself, are you? Yeah, exactly. You, you've got no idea that they're... Um, I don't know if they act as an ear warmer or something like that. Maybe, uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, these could be a health and safety thing, though, because imagine you're sitting there playing in the dark and, like, mm-hmm. you've got some pets. Your dog or your cat could jump at your head thinking it's, well, flashing lights. You could get taken <laughs> out by one of them. They're, they're quite dangerous. Yeah. So, careful there. You know. So, what? yeah, it, gaming headset with lights, but, you know, it feels good on the head. Good. Good, good. So, uh, so yeah. but yeah, you got to treat yourself now and again to a new headset, especially when your existing one is uh, dead. Yeah, well so, and truly. There we go. So, uh, episode five hundred and forty-six. Now you're going to go. Hang on a minute. We were on like five hundred and forty-four or whatever last time. I have since uploaded the conversation I had with Mick Garris, which people will find on the feed. I have also uploaded the conversation with the They Reach cast and crew, and uh, and then we're back with this mm-hmm. one. So. Uh, I've been a, I've been a busy boy. I did an hour and a half's podcast on Monday. It was a video cast, which was uh, which was fun. I had the pleasure of trying to talk to filmmakers about their film for just over an hour without talking about the film because I didn't want to spoil it. And I managed <laughs> it. I really I, I managed it, which I was quite impressed with. Um, so the film is called One BR, and mm-hmm. it's called Apartment One BR. And it is a very, very good film that you shouldn't watch a trailer for. Uh, and on the conversation, I told Alok, who was the producer, I'm like, I don't like your trailer. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I did. I did. I said, I watched your trailer. Don't like it. Gives too many things away. Um, but I understand why you've got to have a trailer. Yeah, and, I, I do, uh, <laughs> I I do hate it. trailers that give things away. Well, I think and we, had this, we had a conversation about it. And I said, look, maybe it just gives things away because I know what those things are mm. because I've seen the film. That's possible, I said. But I, the thing I like about your film is it's so much better if you just go right, go watch this film. Don't even read up what it's about, and you enjoy it more. And that's that's what I've been recommending people do, and people have been sort of carrying on with that thing. So it, it definitely works. Uh, I will say it's not a film that you should watch with your kids. Mm-hmm. So it is like an adult type film, but it is very very good. So a luck was the producer. I had Clayton and Naomi 
who were characters in the film, so they were actually actors who were in the movie. And uh, Naomi is also from American Horror Story. I don't know if you you're a fan of American Ooh, Horror Story or yeah. not. But, uh, she played um, so, she played sorry. Pepper in uh-huh. several of the seasons. So she popped up a couple of times, but she was just just crazily full of energy. But it was it was fun. So is one BR out now? Can I go and watch it somewhere? One BR or apartment one BR in the UK and Australia. You can rent it off. I think Amazon, Google Play, probably. So it's a rental one. It's not yet on streaming in America. Okay. It's on Netflix and it's called One BR. Mm-hmm. So obviously, One BR is one bedroom, which is like the whole apartment thing. But for some reason, they figured we wouldn't understand that in the UK. So that's why they've got the word apartment slapped on the mm-hmm. beginning of it but uh, kind of works so I did that video podcast and then I uploaded that um, I think we've actually got Bob somewhere hello, hello. Hi, oh Bob. you're here I, I was trying to find you on the list to add you to the call I'm so oh, I snuck in I, I snuck oh, in the back door I'm so glad we weren't calling him names there Rob it's a good job we finished before he got here I know I was going to say you know <laughs> Oof. Five minutes ago, it would have been a yes. different story. You've not missed too much, Bob. Uh, I was literally well, just telling Rob that I've just fin- I've finished a podcast yeah. a couple of days back, and it was great <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. So. Well, I was going to say, sorry for being slightly late. Sorry. Some idiot forgot his password for Skype. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, well, Rob was here on time. I was. Uh, no. Who was oh, it, Bob? Don't, yeah, who was it, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a big clue. <laughs> so, yes, I've had to reset my password. Oh, no. I've done that before now, though. Yeah. That's it. You'll never be able to f- remember yeah. it again. I, I, have a sp- I have a spreadsheet with all my passwords on. I really do. Ooh, me too. <laughs> Got to do it. There's just too many of them. Too many of them. So I was already I had a little list of films and stuff I've watched and things I've been up to and games I've been playing. But should should we talk about what a fucking bin fire planet Earth is at the minute? My oh, God, what is go- not even just like in the US everywhere? Yep, everywhere, snapping. everywhere is an absolute bloody rotten yep. skip. It's total food bar, crazy. So I think we would be hard pushed if we didn't mention that because it's just. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I am going to say, I don't think it's actually been scheduled yet, but I'm pretty sure that at some point next year, the world ends. I think it already has. We just don't know. <laughs> this feels like the, the worst version of the Lost finale I've ever seen. But it's just... <laughs> obviously, there's the whole... Uh, if I want to know, Rob, Rob, what does Nicole <laughs> think of the current state of the American election? <laughs> she, uh, she doesn't let her... Uh, views be known publicly because <laughs> she she just doesn't get in with it into it with people because she doesn't want to lose friends yeah and, and, and you know what I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's like and you see a lot of this on facebook and i don't know whether you've seen it bob or whatever but it's like i right firstly i don't care who somebody votes for right so let's say we're all americans here yeah. Right, and Bob, you, you, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna pick on you, Bob. But sorry, so you're a Trump <laughs> fan. You're not a Trump fan, but let's just say, in in the realm <laughs> of science, very insulting. <laughs> in the realm of science fiction, you're a, or let's say you're a Biden fan. That'll make you feel better, won't it? So yeah, you're I'll a Joe Biden fan, and me, I'm a Trump fan. I don't, I'm not gonna fall out with you over who you choose to vote for. That's no. the sort of person I am. I mean, Are you sure? Are you sure you're not going to try and ram him off the road? No, I don't. I'm not even going to unfriend <laughs> him on on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. It's like we're, you're not going to stand outside my door with like fully no, armed. 
No, not at all. It's just ever. I'm fine with people having. Can you imagine if everybody had? Imagine everybody had different views. Well, that's actually a thing. But oh, yeah. I don't fall out <laughs> with anybody. I've seen a lot of people on Facebook saying, "If anybody on my timeline follows Trump or support for Trump, fuck off, get off my timeline." Really? What? Now, I don't mind who people vote for, but I won't have idiots on my friends list. And over the past few days, I've deleted quite a few, and I'll get into a story of a couple of them <laughs> later on. It's just, but I don't know. I wouldn't lose friends about it. So imagine, let's just say, and you don't confirm or deny, Rob, because then Nicole's views are being shared. But, it, you know, say Nicole's like, I think Donald Trump's amazing. I'm not going to fall out with you or her. Just like, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's just not talk. I would be inquisitive. Yeah. I would be like, so why? You know, you'd, you'd, you'd give one of those nice responses like, you know, every idiot's entitled to an opinion. But, yeah. <laughs> no, I no, genuinely I wouldn't do that. It's a case of, can you, if you can educate me why, Yeah. then then I will happily listen. Because, I mean, Bob's no strange Bob. Bob and I are probably similar and we've probably been, well, you, how many years older? Bob, well, I'm 49 now, you're 52 um, no, 54. 54. Well, 54 this year. So you're five years older than me. We're, you know, we've been around for quite a while. We've maybe been wrong once or twice in our life. Oh, many more. Well, really? Myself, oh. I know you, you might not have been no, wrong I haven't. once me, but yeah. I was, I, I've been wrong twice in my life, and then it turns out one of those times I wasn't. So there's only one, I think, at the minute, which is, <laughs> which is amazing. But sometimes people can go, actually, this is why he's great. I'm like, okay, well, that's good for you. I'm all right with that. I'm not going to unfriend you, but there's a lot of nastiness going on on social media. The oh. the internet, once they announce these results, it is just going to implode. It's just going to go nuts. I mean, currently we're on Biden 237 and Donald Trump 213, but we've still got a lot of states. I'm fascinated by all this stuff now. Normally, I bladder at Kerry wins, but now I'm watching all these number crunching and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, I'm really into this now. I really need to see which state's next and all this type of stuff. But well, I had to force myself to put down my phone at 2 a.m. Yeah. this morning um, and, and try and go to bed because I was, I was just, come on, I want to see Florida. Show me yeah. Florida. 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 Let's get started on Florida. How rigged is that? Oh, my God. Do you know this, like... Uh, three quarters of a million people there's a rule in Florida right, where if you've been to prison and you come out of prison but you've not paid off your court fines, you're not allowed to vote it's true, wow. it's like what? <laughs> how does that work? so guess who's not going to be able to vote in Florida, a lot of the, the low income poverty stricken people who really want to try and get out of that so they're not allowed to vote and then apparently in Florida, in this part I don't know how true this is but there is one person in florida who's who has to sign off on the count going yeah i agree with that or no i don't and and they're friends with donald trump so look Ooh. into that what you wish i'm sure it's permanent <laughs> it's a coincidence well i must admit i i checked earlier this evening mm-hmm. and it's as things stand yeah biden will just take it yeah but then you know what trump's going to do then don't you go oh, i want to i'm don't agree with that. He's going to spit his dummy out. He's already done that. He's done yeah. it already. He's like, I, <laughs> <laughs> he did that funniest. yesterday. He, he did. We well, did it today, didn't he? He was like, right, yeah. I've um, right. So I want everybody to stop counting now yeah. because he it's announced fraud. he'd won stop. even before the results <laughs> he were in. Did and then said he was taking over to court. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, 
pretty sure you've got to let them count the votes first. And then he put a Twitter thing out saying it's all fraud, and then Twitter flagged him for it. So you can't really see that tweet. That's not as good as the one when he said he needs to wait till the polls are shot, P-O-L-E-S, yeah. which is amazing. <laughs> so I, I sent him a tweet earlier, because I like to do that now and again, saying which poll, South Pole, North Pole, or the one, that, one in the lap dancing bar? And I sent him a screenshot of his own tweet that's now been deleted. <laughs> well, I believe... Um, it was like the uh, the official uh, tourism um, uh, Twitter account of Poland or something like that yes. uh, responded to him as well. That was quite oh, funny. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yes, I never thought, because somebody had come back yeah. at me actually saying Poland. I'm like, I never even thought of Poland. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite a good <laughs> All one. All the <laughs> but it's just um, they had some woman and I think it's Pennsylvania because for some reason that's a big one because it's got a lot of yeah. seats this whole electoral college thing which is just weird so somebody could get more Tw- votes 20, than the other guy 20 votes in Pennsylvania yes. so that's quite hefty mm-hmm. and uh, the other woman on and all these news people were going Wait, so when are we going to get the results and she was like get it when it's done yeah but what time is it going to be look We've got to count them. All right, we've gone as quick as that. She was like, wow, I want that woman for pre- for president. She was amazing. She's like, I'm not hurrying it up. We've got to make sure it's right. So you're going to have to wait. All right. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's like, give this woman her own show. She was brilliant. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I just keep checking in on the news. And so then I thought, well, I can't stare at this all day. So let's just see what's going on on the other news channel. And then we had Boris Johnson and Keir Starmer on there. And I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. And then they're just clowns, both of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolute clowns. You've got Keir Starmer going, um, and I once saw an interview with him a few months back, and I thought, you know what, this guy's quite clued up. I quite like him, actually. And that was the last time I ever had those thoughts in my head. (laughs) (laughs) He was saying to Boris, he's like, why didn't you lock, well, you know, you should have locked everything down earlier. I think, "Um, but I didn't, because we wanted to try these other things, and that didn't work, so now we're locking everything down. And then Keir sort of went, yeah, but do you realise what sort of economic damage a lockdown is going to have now? Because you've locked everything down, all these these people's jobs, and it's like, didn't you just say you wanted him to lock it down earlier? Mm -hmm. Which one is it? Do you want him to lock it down earlier and still knacker people's jobs up? Or do you not want him to lock... It's just annoying. Yep. It's just absolutely annoying. So it's like it's not just the US that seems to be in a right state. Oh. It's the whole damn world. Um, crazy. Yep. So what's your thoughts on it, Bob? And how do we fix it? <laughs> I have no idea on how <laughs> to fix it. Um, yep. But I may be scaremongering. Mm-hmm. But the thing that worries me at the moment is if it does come out as such a close run thing in America, yeah. how many counties or states yeah. are going to end up almost in civil war? Oh, no, I think that'll happen anyway. I think there will be riots or something. That's not me scaremongering. It's just, you know, if Trump wins, then the Biden ones will go, blah, 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 and they'll go mental. They'll go crazy. And if Biden wins, the Trump ones will go up in arms because this seems... Yeah, the problem is the Trump ones have the arms. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And I've had it from a few people that live in the US that have said that gun stores have been uh, rather busy, shall we say, which hopefully, Others, is, hopefully yeah. is for defense, but you never know. Well, a lot of them are, you know, several of the, I read that several of the superstores over there, you know, like your Walmarts and what have you, Yeah. several of them are taking guns off sale. Yeah, I'm not surprised. 
Yeah. I mean, you, is that with a sold-out sticker? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so buy one, get one free <laughs> offer, isn't it? But if you think about it, it's like, so November, we've got COVID going on, which is, yep. uh, so you've got your masks versus your not masks. You've got your it's a virus versus your it's all made it's up hopes. and w- what you're worried about. Yeah. Uh, you've got the election. You've yep. got the lockdowns. You've got Xboxes and Playstations coming out later on in the month. That's just going to oh, tip the world right them. over the bloody yeah. edge, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. But no, I had somebody on Facebook yesterday, and I have a lot of follow. well, a lot of you don't call them followers on Facebook, do you? I don't really call them friends because I don't know a lot of the people that are friends with me. Because for me, it's kind of like Twitter, it's just an audience thing or whatever. So there's this yeah, guy in there. I think. Yeah. They sort, yeah, they sort of. Yeah, sorry. We call them followers just because it's yeah. easier. They can and, be one or the other. So uh, yes. yes. So he put on his um, status thing saying, yeah. mm, "Lockdown. That's a word they use in prisons when they wish to control prisoners, isn't it?" interesting so me <laughs> me being me i replied going it's very true however it is also a word that they use when they're trying to contain a viral outbreak yeah interesting <laughs> so then he ah. came he came back with give me one example not in a film when they actually used the word lockdown with regards to a viral outbreak so it took me 35 seconds and i went back with sierra leone ebola 2015 and I sent him the article, and then he deleted his comments. <laughs> I'm like, get out of it. And then he posted something today, uh, this morning, saying, so, lockdowns. So I can go out of my house without wearing a mask, and I can get arrested. But that's not a crime, because there is no law of it. Which also means, in theory, I can get arrested if I don't wear a condom during sex. So I just looked at the comment and thought... Unfriend, <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> nope, you're a dick. So I got rid of him. So you know, gone. Uh, I and was then thinking, I- though, Stuart, with uh, with this logic, um, the 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 lockdown comment logic, um, yeah. the government could have uh, saved themselves a lot of ha- hassle and made people very happy if they'd called it a lock-in. Yeah, exactly. Thinking, yeah, I like that. Do you yeah. know what? We're extending, we're all on a we're extending Christmas. <laughs> we're on a lock-in. They could kick your house out to look like a pub. Everybody yeah. could get sent like a complimentary can of beer or something mm. like that. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could put that one forward. Yeah. At Prime Minister's question time or whatever. Do one of those. Um, I'd vote for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even drink, but I'll vote for it just for you guys. I'm all right. I'm nice like that. Oh, good on you. But uh, and then somebody else today said, "If there's any Trump fans, if there's any Trump supporters on my timeline, get off." So I was like, Do "You know what? You get off mine. I'm not a Trump supporter, but far from it. Get off. Don't care." <laughs> it's like just it's so volatile. It's Ooh. absolutely. Can you imagine if it was like movies? So Rob, which and here's a genuine question, Rob. Um, so what do you prefer, Star Trek or Star Wars? Trek. Oh, get get rid of him! Right, Rob is leaving the podcast uh, while yeah. I unblock while I block him from every form of social media and threaten his life. It's madness. It's like just it flipping vote who you vote for. Bring it on, Yoda! In it, <laughs> absolute madness. So I don't know how long it's going to be before this election gets sorted out. Probably about a week, I think. But I'm I'm a bit like you, Rob. I'm kind of glued to it. Yeah. Well. The estimates at the moment are 99% of votes counted for Michigan, with uh, Joe Biden a 38,000 vote lead. So, oh, um, wow. 
that that could drop in uh, during the podcast tonight. That is, yeah. So if you do see anything like that, if any, if either of them go up notches, let me know because mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be like a live. In fact, we should just do this for twenty four hours, shouldn't we? we just we should, and it and should be beamed live. <laughs> it should be around the globe. Oh, should we do this as like a special Patreon episode, Rob? Oh yeah. <laughs> patreon.com slash front page yep. donate 10p to, to Rob's uh, headphone fund and you can fund. listen to this riveting show <laughs> it's mad the world has just gone absolutely loopy so anyway how are you Bob long time not speak you just wandered <laughs> into a bin fire <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not too bad um, ups and downs as the saying goes so yeah how's the work thing are you because we're obviously we're in it's not even a lockdown is it it's like well it's a lockdown but schools are open colleges are open universities are open a lot of shops are open yeah and uh and yeah pretty much i mean who gets to decide what are essential and non-essential shops boris i think <laughs> that's true for me it would be a shop that sells blu-rays that would be essential exactly like, yeah. i really need it i'm sick of netflix cancelling stuff so, yeah I mean, this is it. It's a case of if you're wanting, you know, if you need something shopping-wise, that yeah. shop becomes essential. Did you did you see that stupid shop in Wales? <laughs> that was like a couple of weeks back because there was a thing, and I don't know whether you heard about this, Rob, but that some shops were uh, blocking off aisles that they not, deemed not, non-essential. Not some, Stuart. Most. Was it most? Because- because the uh, the Welsh government decided um, that if you go to the shops, you should only be able to buy essential items. So <laughs> supermarkets had to make sure that all non-essential items were blocked, yeah. but didn't really give full guidance on what was essential and what wasn't essential. No. And then you got one shop that actually, one bit, yeah, but it gets even better. One one supermarket or shop or whatever decided to block off the female sanitary product aisle because it was wow. not essential. <laughs> and then the internet went, mm, "Excuse me, I'm not having that." And then it quickly got uh, that would be a got, meltdown. Got, it got blamed on some little assistant who's like, "I got it wrong." Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just decided to just go block off an aisle without their bosses <laughs> telling them to do it because that's generally what happens. I'm, I'm guessing that none of the people involved in that decision were of the fairer sex. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm putting money on the shop manager, the assistant manager, and the department head that chose that. All of them would have been male. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, the- you're not, not going to get a woman going, oh, we don't need them. Block it off. Get that tape out. <laughs> But it Jeez. it goes so far as um, one of the things that w- was on the government's list when uh, when everything started to go crazy. Yeah. Um, so the government then did provide guidance to Wales, and one of the things um, on there that that we couldn't go to the supermarket and buy was clothes because yeah, they are not that. essential. Yeah, yeah. Well, to me, like granted. You know, I'm fine. I've still got my my t-shirts from 20 years ago that I, I yeah. proudly wear with holes. Um, yeah. However, you imagine, you know, a poor family, a mother, who yeah. is providing for a couple of kids, uh, not much money, and going to the supermarket and buying something for £1.50, a t-shirt, is essential rather than going to a, another store that <laughs> might charge more money. Well, so I put it to you this way. You try going to 
I, I don't know what the big chains are down near you, Rob. Um, you know. I've done stuff there, isn't it, Rob? Yeah. So, okay, taking into account what the government have said, clothes are non-essential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you try walking around Asda doing your essential shopping, start bollock naked. I did, on the third year of Sci-Fi <laughs> Wales. That's why I've not been back to see Rob since. It was, uh, yeah. I, I, le- I, I learned it the hard way, and so did they. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. see, see how far you get. <laughs> I got up to aisle 14 light bulbs. <laughs> Other things on yeah. the non-essential list were um, bedding, quilts, pillows, that kind of thing. You know, That's... great if you if you need something like that for your child again. But if um, you don't, I'm, just to sort of interrupt there, Rob, pillows are essential because if you don't use one of those, the neighbours can hear the gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> True story. And then also, I believe um, one of the things that. I'm not sure was on the list, but was definitely blocked off in many a supermarket. Was um, formula for for babies? babies. No. Um, there oh. was there was a new mother on <laughs> on one of the face group Facebook groups that Nicole was on, who was crying out for formula because she got a new baby, needed formula, and had nowhere to get it from. That is ridiculous. But you know, no, I mean, Boris, I, well, it's not I, Boris. Sorry, you know, it's this is the Welsh government. Not, it's not essential, is it? I think you'd be fine. No, I mean, you're sort of Bob. You've just said it's ridiculous. It's not. You just go to the. I mean, how old? How old are babies when you get formula? Because I don't know. A couple of any. days. Yeah, they, they, so, they, so it's a real newborn send. Well, yeah. You know, just explain to them. Look, there's a <laughs> lockdown. Um, you get your clothes you and your formula. Yeah, on the second of December, <laughs> yeah. Or to be fair, the 9th of November if you're in Wales, because the UK is going into a big lockdown, but Wales are coming out of it. So, what's up with you guys? Are you going back into one, Rob? Or are you? No, the uh, the Welsh government has said they see no need um, or reason for us to go back into lockdown now after we come out on the 9th until <laughs> after Christmas. So it's not a UK lockdown. So Boris, you're a lying clown. We have been told though, once we come out of lockdown, we can't go to England. The Welsh government has told us that. Don't bother. But what honest. happens if we come over there? You know, I mean, uh-huh. you know, under the cover of kind of, you know, I've got a leak in my pocket, and you know, mm. uh, I've got a you know Max Boyce tape playing. On Tom the... Tom Jones is amazing. Yeah. He's my favourite singer. I like <laughs> Charlotte Church. Yeah, they'll, they'll never be able to tell. No, no. welcome. <laughs> Brilliant. We shall uh, we shall see you on the tenth then, Rob. Yes. <laughs> Party so at my house. It's absolute madness. It's, oh, uh, yeah. it's very very strange. So uh, so are you back at work then? I mean, you're still at home, aren't you, Bob? Oh, you're working from yes, home and yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, working from home, and so even more working from home from tomorrow. In fact, if yeah. that's at all possible. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I've. I mean, like I say, it's going to be like that for the foreseeable future i'm guessing um, yeah, well, yeah. i've got no problems apart from having to deal with idiots and for once it's actually yeah. within the company rather than without you can, deal with, <laughs> you can deal with those idiots from your house guy well this is it the problem is i'm having to and one oh. of them is being a particular muppet <laughs> yep and i don't know if you've ever had well i'm pretty sure both of you have had this People, the, the amount of muppetry involved is inversely proportional 
to how far up the command chain they are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep, enough said. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. yes. I had my um, one-to-one thing last week with <laughs> not the uh, Did you have my to go manager. in? No, not at all. It was all via um, <laughs> uh, Teams. I kept mixed up, whether it's Skype, Zoom, Teams, I can't remember. I use them all now. Yeah. And it was a case of uh, how do you get on with your manager? And it's fine. I said, because they leave me alone. Yeah. And they're there if I need them, but generally they leave me alone. And I'm okay with that, so, which is very <laughs> true. So I said, I know that's going to sound really horrible, saying I don't mind. I'm like, I get on with them, but they leave me alone. So I'm very good with it. I've got a wonderful house set up. Uh, I physically moved by that my entire computer desk over to the other side of the room just because so that was what I did on my day off yesterday I just literally <laughs> moved every bit of furniture and you've seen how big my computer desk is Bob it's yeah. massive so I'm moving a lot and it came up halfway through she's like what are you doing I'm like I'm just vacuuming <laughs> it's like just moved this huge desk and all the computers and everything there's cables everywhere but uh, yeah I've got a nice little different office set up now so that kind of works <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I was all ready to just have a nice, chilled, fun episode and the, the world went to shit and it's it's crazy. But, you know, um, and to add to that, we lost Sean Connery. Exactly. That was a heck of a shock. It was. It was. So, I mean, uh, it shouldn't have been really because I, no, I suppose in a way. It? Yeah, this is it. But he, I, I totally overlooked his age. You know, mm. you always kind of picture him as the age he was in in like the last film you saw of him yeah which was so. probably like Highlander or something who knows <laughs> it was like it was it was quite a few years it was a few years ago yeah but yeah so, so I mean yeah, it's uh, still sad though it, oh yeah I mean uh, from what it said though he, he passed peacefully with his family around him which I suppose is one good thing yeah yeah you know it could have been a lot worse it could have been but so what was your, um, yeah, I saw, obviously, the. I tend to, I wake up in the morning, I see a news story, and then I share it, and usually it's some great actor or filmmaker that's died, it starts to feel like a grim reaper sometimes, my Twitter thing, and then I run downstairs to tell Annette, she's like, you always tell me stuff like that, I'm like, okay. I can't tell you, people are born, because they might not even be a good actor when they're 25, yeah. hey, a baby's born in Ipswich, that means nothing. <laughs> So, so I told her the Sean Connery one, and then obviously, as the story breaks, you see people sharing pictures and on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. It's the nice, generally the nice sort of happy people. But I saw one person, and they'd posted, we've lost a legend, Sean Connery, he's my favourite James Bond, loved his movies, blah, blah, blah. And then one of their friends replied, well, he was 90. Don't, don't, get, sad. don't get sad about somebody that's 90. You should be getting sad about the people who die before their time, not the ninety-year-olds. I thought you heartless fucker. What is the matter with you? Get out! Just, Ooh. just. Oh my god, it's well harsh. It's like just because yeah. somebody's ninety, you're still allowed to feel sad for them. And yeah. even if you've never met, I've never met Sean Connery and Bob. I don't think you have, and Rob, you've nope. not. No, nope. I still feel sad about it. Why? Why don't I? But yeah. So whoever that Facebook person was, get lost. Yep. Probably a Trump fan. <laughs> so, what, Bob? What was your first memory of Sean Connery? Because it's like I was trying to come up with the questions. I have come up with a sort of what's your five favourite films of his uh, to to go through. But what was the first? When was the first time you became aware of Sean Connery? He was basically we're going back quite a ways. And, same um, same it, with mine. 
it would probably be around a Christmas time, I'm guessing, as a child, when you had the obligatory James Bond film came on TV. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm trying to remember which one I saw first, and it's a toss-up. I'm trying. I, I get. I'm, I don't know which one was shown first. That well, I know which one will have been shown first, but I can't remember which I saw first. Of um, from Russia with Love, or Doctor No. Yeah, but those one of those was the first. You know, my first kind of exposure to Sean Connery's acting. So that's something that real early Bond when Doctor No was the first one. It uh, is from yeah. Russia with Love. I think was might the have been, was the second one, wasn't it? Yeah. So you you definitely started in the right order. Well, this is it. I mean, though, okay, it was on TV. It wasn't at the cinema because yeah, I'd have you're not you're not been, that old. You'd have been like yeah. minus something or other, wouldn't you? Sixty two <laughs> was Doctor No, so you yeah. were definitely not around then. So no, I, I seem to remember watching it in color. Okay. So you're probably talking seventy three, seventy four. Okay. Yep. Maybe. So I'd have been. I'd have been three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So That's that was good. my first memory of him. See, mine was I went through his filmography because I thought it was going to be Highlander. Yeah. But it wasn't. Oh, it no. turns out it was in 1979. It was Meteor. Oh yeah. Which I watched at cinema. So I was like eight years old watching this big disaster movie, and Sean Connery was in that one. Yes. Um, and it was I'd seen a lot of the Bond movies, but and but they were the Roger Moore ones. Because uh, I yeah. remember somebody, oh, Sean Connery's about, who's Sean Connery? He was Bond. What? There was a Bond before Roger Moore? So I didn't know. I'd seen like <laughs> yeah. maybe, I'd seen uh, Moonraker and Octopussy and stuff like that. So that's sort of 79, you know, yeah. to 83. And then discovered that there was this other Bond beforehand. So then I went back and started Dr. No and Goldfinger and all that sort of stuff. So it was a meteor for me. Ooh. How about you, Rob? It was the first time you remembered Sean Connery? Uh, my story is probably identical to Bob's, really, except for, um, you know, I just came around a little later. Um, but yeah, it was always um, the the Bond movie at Christmas. I remember sitting down with the family and we would all be there, you yep. know, me, mum, stepdad, nan, you know, everybody yep. was there. And um, mm-hmm. that'd be on. Whether or not Nan was watching or she was asleep, it doesn't matter. No. Um, you know, we were watching. And, uh, yeah, it was great. I can't remember what which it was. Um, again, they all kind of blur into, into <laughs> yeah, one because, because you got one every year. But yeah. um, it, it was definitely the Bond movie at Christmas for me. I mean, nowadays we get the announcement of a Bond movie at the cinema every month. Yes. So it's, it's quite good, and this will probably continue till next summer, I would have thought, when maybe No Time to Die will actually come out of the cinema. Oh. So, Bob, did you manage to do your five favourite Sean Connery films? I did. Um, I don't know if you want me to go first. or Yes, I'll let you go first. Well, um, I, I've got the five, but I'd also put three honourable mentions in case I was going second. <laughs> 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 so, um, in no particular order, um, I would probably say, uh, kind of the first. Well, the first one I've got on the list here is The Rock. He's just going to take all mine, it really isn't yeah, he? But, yeah. See, I, yeah, yeah, I think that's going to be an over. It's on mine as well. That one. It's on mine. Yeah, it's on mine. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he, he's he plays an iconic role in there. I know he's supposedly a supporting actor in effect, but yeah, it was he, such a fantastic re- film. <laughs> He's really yeah. not the supporting actor, though, is he? No. <laughs> I think it's Nicolas Cage that's actually the supporting actor, but don't tell yeah. Nicolas that one. 
No, no. So, yeah, that's that's always one of my kind of... It's one that I always watch kind of at least once a year because yeah. I do love the film. Kind of. Yeah, same. same. Um, the second one, The Hunt for Red October. Good choice, yeah. Uh, not on my list, film. but, but not, it was one of my honourable mentions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, epic film. I mean, you know, only Sean Connery could be a Russian submarine captain with a Scottish <laughs> accent. He's everything with a Scottish accent. Give us a shingle ping. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from Moscow. No, yeah. you're not. You're from Edinburgh. Marco Ramirez. <laughs> I'm from Spain. Yeah. So, so like I say, again, that's it, it's a great film. It's got a lot of big names in. It was very well done. You know, it, It's not just loving it for him. I love the film. There's a Star Trek here in that, Rob. Gates McFadden's in that, apparently. Mm. Ooh. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know Sam Neill's in it. Yes. Uh, isn't Liam Neeson in there? Uh, no. Not it's sure. A, it's a long time since I've seen Hunt ah, for Red October. You've got I like um, it. Yeah, Tim Curry's in there. Tim Curry, yeah. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's so, go with that one. Yes. Um, next one is probably one that you've both got on your list, I'm guessing. And that would be The Untouchables. Nope. It's not on my list, but it nearly made my list. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, again, you know, the, uh, the character he plays is phenomenal, even though, again, you've got, you know, the ubiquitous Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I do believe, is he meant to be Irish? Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, but it, it doesn't detract from it. it <laughs> no, it's a good film. Not at all. And a, a, a good role that he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, we then come on to one of the kind of pretty iconic ones for him, which is Highlander. Yes. Where yeah. again he plays um, kind of a, a half Egyptian, half Spaniard with a Scottish accent. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but again, yeah, a, a very good film. Um, the fact that he plays with a Scottish accent doesn't detract from it. No. It kind I, I, of balances out, uh, you know, kind of it, fact it that never, the Highlander doesn't have a Scottish accent. It never does, does it? It's like he's one of the only actors I can think. It's probably him and Jack Nicholson that can get away with playing the same role in every single film, and people go, <laughs> "I really like that film." Anybody else would get crucified, but for some reason, those two guys are like, "You know what? We like them, so it's fine." Yeah. And then the final one, which. I don't know if either of you will have watched, but it was one of my favourites. Um, mm-hmm. Not exactly a feel-good, but you know, it, it was one that, like I say, it was memorable for the acting and for the fact that it wasn't a feel-good. Yeah. And that was Robin and Marion. Not saying that one. Mm-hmm. No, I know of it, but I've not seen yeah. it. Um, nice one, you know, kind of old. It's basically an elderly Robin Hood. Yes. And uh, yeah, is he, is he from Scotland? Strangely, yes. <laughs> yeah. McRobin. Uh, Robin McHood. Yeah. Yes. So those are my five that are kind of you know, my main list. What have you got for your honourables? Um, well, some that might be a bit dubious in some people's books. Uh, Rising Sun. Uh, that's on my honourables, actually. That, yeah. That's a really such a good film, that. Yes. Yeah. 1993. Uh, another one that I really enjoyed that I don't think you really got much of a a kind of you know rep for entrapment that's on my honorables as well yeah that's on my list do you know oh, what the only I, the only dubious thing about that is the fact that him and Catherine zeta jones would have a fling yeah yes. all right then that's not happening <laughs> is it he's about 70 years older than her 
<laughs> I don't know. And then the other one that may be a bit dubious, but I yeah. love it, is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's yeah, also on my list. Oh, I don't like that one. <laughs> That's the one that made him quit uh, movie acting. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Which was a pity, really, because I enjoyed the film. Mm. Yeah, it's it's yeah. good kind of Saturday afternoon flick. Yeah, Sean's like, I'm I'm out of here. I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. So, well, what I've got on my list, I have got The Rock, which you mentioned. Yeah. Um, Meteor, which also I've mentioned. Uh, <laughs> Medicine Man from 1992. You've seen that one. <laughs> Yes. When it's all, it's all about the Amazon rainforest and finding little leaves that cure cancer and stuff like that. It's, yeah, I love that film. It's mm. great. Nobody really talks about that film anymore, so that's why I'm giving it a mention. Um, my next one, this is one definitely Bob will go, ooh, is uh, The Man Who Would Be King from 1975, yes. where he stars with <laughs> Michael Caine. Yep. They're uh, soldiers who decide, right, I'm going to set myself up, and you know, we're going to set ourselves up as kings and uh, just, you know, yeah, it, it almost Great made film. my list. Yep, definitely made mine. <laughs> and uh, The Hill. Have you ever seen The Hill from Ooh. 1965? No. That's set in a North African prison camp. Yeah. So it's like a World War... Well, so, yeah, it is a World War II movie. Yeah. And uh, Sean Connery's one of the prisoners, and they are just brutally... I mean, not obviously gore and blood and guts because it's from 1965, but they go through the ringer. With yeah. sort of uh, hard labour and stuff like that, so that's uh, definitely a film worth seeking out. I think it's a black and white one, yeah, but it's really good. So that's one of his early ones. And then uh, honourable mentions: Rising Sun from 1993 with Wesley Snipes, yeah. Entrapment, uh, the voiceover he did in 1996's Dragonheart, <laughs> starring yeah. Pete Postlethwaite. Great film. And uh, Just Cause from 1995, where it's a bit of a courtroom thriller. Um, mm-hmm. Starring with Larry Fishburne and Kate Capshaw. I've not seen that one. Uh-huh. There you got some good ones. I, well, I, I sort of made sure that I avoided Bond movies because I was people, the same. I thought, you know what, I'm not going Bond because everybody knows about <laughs> the Bond film. So I'm going to go for stuff that people like yourself went. Oh, I've not even heard of that one. So well, it, my, it was my one work of the reasons as well that I avoided some of like the Second World War stuff because people would have expected me to go for those. Yes. Like what was the war when he was in? Um, there was a few. Longest was, day. That was that was the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, he played one. Bridge of the, too far. Was he in that? Yes, yeah, so he, he played um, Urquhart, um, mm-hmm. the with the Paris. So yeah. Yep. So that very nearly made my list. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you got Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, mm-hmm. Highlander yes. Two. You can't go wrong with Highlander Two. First the Night. director's cut. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and Outland. I, I really want to watch Outland again from 1981, the old, the old sci-fi film. That's one I want to seek out and uh, and check out. I remember going to the cinema to watch that, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is it is it a good film? It wasn't bad. The ending mm. wasn't what I expected. Oh, That's all I will say. <laughs> but it's worth I'm, watching. Oh, yeah. If, if, you, if you've not watched it, definitely. No, it's one of those. I look at the cover and go, I think I've seen that, but I have no clue about anything. So I don't think I have. I think I get that mixed up with Zardoz, yeah, yeah, which is just the oddest, oddest <laughs> film ever. I got sent through a screener for that a couple of years back, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm all right. I don't really need to rewatch that. I don't yeah. need to see Sean Connery in a Mangini. I'm exactly, good. yeah. I'm all right. I'm good. So, Beatles um, and a sword. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. I'm not not interested in that one. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's uh, 
I think it's different with Sean Connery, I think, because we knew that he'd stopped making films. So yes. it's not like, oh, we're not going to get any more Sean Connery films. But it's kind of sad knowing that Sean Connery isn't around anymore, you mm. know, playing golf or, you know, throwing darts at the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen poster or, or something like that. So. <laughs> sad times. Yeah, another thing to add to the planet Earth bin fire exactly. that is going on. At the minute, so uh, Rob played any video games? Any? Can I do my five first? Oh, I thought you'd done them. I thought you'd chipped in. Right, okay. (laughs) Yep. That's how. That's how upset I am at the whole state of the planet Earth. Right. Yes. Go for your top five. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Rob. Four are gone. So Highlander, (laughs) The Rock, Entrapment, and The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Why did Um, you put that on your list, Rob? Do you like that film? Which? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I do. Is yeah. it? I need to rewatch that. Then. A I lot do. Of people, a lot of people batter it. Yeah, a lot of people batter a lot of things I like. I don't care. Mm. It, it's it's Same. escapist fun. Same. Yeah, you, know, you don't. That. You're not watching it for deep, meaningful conversation. Not at all. <laughs> no. You're watching it because you like DC Comics and Marvel and that yeah, kind of thing. action. Yeah. Do, does he play a Scotsman in it though? Sort of. Well, <laughs> Quatermain's not meant to be Scottish. He's meant to be English, but... Oh, so he plays Alan Quatermain. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, you know, but... Um, there's a rather sexy female vampire in it, but we won't go into that. All right, so I'm going to end this podcast and watch League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> so, yeah, my yes. uh, the last one on my list isn't... Uh, avoiding james bond it's my favorite sean connery james bond and it's goldfinger nice. oh yes good choice Do you know the really sort of dark and nasty thing is my signed sean connery on a blackman poster has just rocketed up in value i'm guessing yeah it's in my <laughs> living room so crazy but now goldfinger is definitely one of the, the iconic bond ones isn't it mm-hmm. yeah with odd job. one of my odd favorites job. yes and the the good. wasn't that the first film where it was a case of uh no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. die. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and also, the guy that played uh, Goldfinger, he could not speak a word of English, could he? So they had to literally just Learning mouth, by his, rope, mouth his words. Yeah. So, was, you know, oh. no improvising there. But no, it's a classic film. Very much so. R.I.P. Mr. Thomas Sean Connery, which if you want his full name there. Mm-hmm. Yep. The best so. Edinburgh milkman of his time. Well, he was given a choice, wasn't it? When he was like younger, it was a case you can either be an athlete or an actor. And he's like, I want to be an actor, but he was actually a better athlete. Yeah. But for some reason, he, he opted for the acting thing. And I think it served him quite well over the years. Yeah. I don't think he struggled I, to make a living yeah. after. A little I while. get a feeling that if he'd gone into being an athlete, he wouldn't have had the same kind of um, fortune. <laughs> no. Crazy. Yes. So, uh, so yes, Rob. Now I uh, will get back to the, the bit mm-hmm. that I previously mentioned. Very sorry about that. So video gaming, I know you've been playing some Minecraft on a stupidly big uh, wall, haven't you? I have. Uh, before I mention that, though, can I uh, just say that, to me, um, I lost somebody else uh, who played an iconic part of my life uh, from the TV screens uh, this last week, uh, Bobby Ball. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. So, yeah, um, I, I very fondly remember Cannonball, again, at Christmas time mostly. Um, but, you know, so uh, it was a shock to see that, that Bobby Ball had gone, uh, and especially to lose him to COVID, 
which obviously doesn't exist to most people. Oh, but it's all made up, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, really sad news, that. Same Did I Sean. tell you, while we're on about the COVID thing, I don't know if I told you or not, but it was like, yeah, this is also the social media thing. A couple of weeks back, somebody put on their uh, thing. Does anybody actually know somebody that, that's passed away from COVID? You still see that, even oh, now. Yeah. Like, well, really? You know. that's, that's the sort of shit that people were posting in April. You know, when yeah. when nobody really knew. So I jumped in and I sort of went, yeah, well, actually, I do. I know one person that passed away from it. And then the person came back who doesn't know me, went, yeah, pretty sure they didn't. Oh. Okay, okay, brilliant. Thanks for that. I went, oh, thank you, doctor. And then just didn't answer Locked again. It's just like, yeah. oh, my God. Social media is just filled with people who go, right, just I'm going to say something. If you don't agree with me, I'm going to disagree and I'm going to make you agree with me. No. I've trolls. got my own opinion. Bugger off. Yeah, trolls. And I used to just engage them now and again, but it's, uh, it's not worth the hassle now. Uh, the it's best really one I heard, and uh, I wish I got the post, actually. It apparently, it was written by um, a nurse. Um, and the general gist was, you know, if you're one of those people, you know, who says they don't believe and go out and put everybody else in danger, um, you know, I wish I could, uh, you know, not... Um, look after you when you're actually admitted with COVID, and but what I'll do is do my job and save your life if I can, and blah blah. blah. But yes, in that passage of writing, um, there was a great bit that said, um, if you really don't believe that that COVID is uh, in existence, then sign a DNR, do not resuscitate. I thought that was great. Well, yes. I was having this conversation with Annette because we were trying to work out, right, what's the cure? I don't mean the cure for the actual virus. There isn't a um, cure for stupidity. No, there isn't. But what's the solution for lockdowns, not lockdowns, restrictions, all that sort of stuff? And then I was like, I don't know. And then my thing would be, and it'd be interesting to get your guys' take on it. My My question would be to the medical people going, right, how long before there is some sort of vaccine or some sort of treatment that you can do in your house. And depending what the answer for that was, would be the, dependent on what solution sort of I give. Yeah. So if they sort of said, well, it's going to be like two years or whatever, you go, all right, we, we can't possibly stay locked down for two years. That's just, there'll yeah. be riots and you know people will go mad. It'll be like The Walking Dead. And uh, I said to Annette, I said, well, what people should do is, is you know, if they want to go out, let them. Seriously, educate people, going, this is what happens, this is what happens if you get sick, blah, blah, blah. You want to go out, fine. And then those that want to stay at home and be smart like us, stay at home. Yeah. And then before long, all the idiots will be gone. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, but then the hospitals would be And I'm like, yeah, the hospital thing is a problem, so I've not quite worked out a solution for that. But it's just all these people bleating about, oh, you're removing our freedoms. For go fine, you want to go out? Go out. Just go for it. Don't just go stay away crawling from me. to the hospital when you're ill. Yeah, just stay <clears> away from, you know, <throat> stay away from everybody else. <clears throat> and you're not coming to my house on your bike. Not happening. Leave the parcel at the door and do one. Yeah. Let's go this, back to the old black death idea. You know, if you get ill, stay in your house. We'll paint a big black cross on your door. No one comes in until you come out. <laughs> yes, isn't it? It's madness. Yeah. I don't just. It's odd. <laughs> I don't know. So what do you think the solution is? Bob, what would you... I mean, mine was sort of a very <laughs> flippant one that may work, but I don't know. Who knows? It's one of those things. I mean, when it first 
reared its ugly head. Mm-hmm. The medical profession then said that at the very best, it will take 12 to 18 months to come up with a vaccine. Yeah. So hate to say this, we're about nine months in. Yes. Yeah. We've got a bit to go yet. Sorry, people. Um, even when they come up with a vaccine, how long will it be before they can produce enough for everyone? Yeah. So the first lot will invariably go to the ruling classes. Yeah, of course they will. Eating will be all right, won't they? Yeah, you know, um, yep. various members of parliament will be fine. You know, uh-huh. other members, um, members of other parties might have a bit of a problem, but... <laughs> SMP are like, uh, hello? Yeah. <laughs> Can I... No. So, yeah, you know, but it'll slowly get a trickle-down effect. Hmm. You know, um, my thoughts go out to people in other countries that don't have, effectively, the National Health Service. Yes. Can yep. you imagine where you're having to pay for the vaccines? No. Yeah, you know, that wouldn't be a good thing. No. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the the solution is. I've not studied it. You know, I'm not a a specialist as such. No, neither but, am I. <laughs> I'm really not. But uh, no. Nope. Like I say, I think one of the good ways to slow things down is common sense, which unluckily yeah. is a misnomer. That's why, to me, it's like, do you know what? If idiots want to go out and have parties with themselves, fine, do yeah. it. But stay away from hospitals. Sign one of these do not, uh, yeah. do not treat. DNRs, do not resist. DNRs that, uh, that Rob mentioned. Yeah. Fine, do what you want, but stay away from everybody who doesn't want you near them. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, when you Absolutely do crazy. finally kind of, you know, contract it and what have you, you know, people in full NBC suits will come and kind of remove you put you in a wooden box and, you know, basically leave you to... <laughs> and just send you off with Hermes and you'll never be seen again. Oh, great. You'll be, le- you you'll be, left, you'll be left in a safe location somewhere. <laughs> you will. Somebody will find you about nah, 10 years after. I, I'm, I, I don't agree with that one. I don't want to go out to my door and find several coffins thrown over the front fence. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Especially seeing as they're not addressed to me. <laughs> so, Rob, what's your, um, what's your sort of flipping dish? Uh, I, I'm going with um, the option of let you know we we got you know we we talk about not having room in this country anymore. There's plenty of space, so yeah. let's let's find a, a nice area. Everybody who doesn't want to uh, to listen to uh, lockdown rules and and all that kind of stuff, they are allowed to do whatever they want in that area. Unfortunately, yeah. there isn't any hospitals or anything like that in there. But you don't need it because COVID doesn't exist anyway. It doesn't exist. So you mean like escape from New York, them? Yeah. Turn the Isle of Wight into a plague centre. <laughs> I like the to, idea. Apologies to any listeners from the Isle of Wight. I don't know if we've got any, but we might. You know, it's possible. Uh, well, um, look, it's an ideal situation. <laughs> yeah, you know, they've either got to swim. Yeah, we. Yeah, we'd have control of the ferry. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, you know, make yeah, yeah. sure that there's no planes going into. Is it Sandown Airport that's on there? But yeah, Escape from the Isle of Wight. There's a movie in there somewhere. Mm. Yeah, can you imagine that though? <laughs> Somebody get Kurt Russell on the Twitter. We've got a job for him. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I can just picture it now. Instead of having Kurt Russell, because John he's going to be British. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, I, I'm going to go even worse. Oh, that Muppet who ran the UKIP. 
Farage? Yeah, put him in. Oh, no, he's busy uh, hanging around with Donald Trump in the White House. I'm not even kidding. That's where yeah. he is at the minute. Oh, I just like this idea of, you know, call me Farage. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. one shoot you. <laughs> be like, you look like Mr. Bean, Paul. So, big text going on there. Yeah. So, now, so we're going to build a wall around an island, and they can pay for it. So that sounds familiar for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so yes, video games, Rob. Minecraft. <laughs> how is it on the big screen? Minecraft is amazing on a wall. <laughs> um, yeah, you know anybody who's familiar with Minecraft knows that if you play multiplayer, you uh, you've got split screen unless you've got the uh, the benefit of owning a couple of consoles, a couple of switches, whatever it may be. So yeah. Um, so when me and Addy play, it's always um, on the switch and it's always split screen. So a 50 inch TV um, split the top half, one of us, the bottom half, the other actually doesn't make for a big screen whatsoever. Um, put it on the wall. Put it on the wall, <laughs> on the other hand. Problem solved. Love it. Mm. So, yeah, we've we've been having a blast on uh, on Minecraft um, on on a huge screen um, where it's possible to read everything however far away you are from the wall. Um, yeah. <laughs> I bet she's loving it as well. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, you know, if you could, you know, cast your mind back to when you were a kid, um, you know, if you were eight and somebody said, you know, here's your Amstrad or whatever you may be playing on, <laughs> but look at your screen, it's as big as your, your bedroom wall or whatever, you'd be, you'd be over the moon. Amstrad, I remember the 2600 Atari. Yes. Woo. Yep, you can count all the oh, yeah. single pixels on that. Yep. Good. Amazing. So, yeah, it, you know, lots of fun. Um, another thing I w I've been doing on Minecraft, we decided to check out, um, finally, uh, multiplayer. So we, we connected to the internet, connected to one of these Minecraft servers. Yeah. Now, if anybody knows how I can just play normal Minecraft with the internet, i.e. I'm building a house, you can come to try and attack me if you want to, I can come and attack you, let me know, because I connected to these internet servers, and they're all kind of mini-games that people have invented, you yeah. know, like hide-and-seek and... Bed Wars. Yeah, and I'm like... Bob, Bob's the expert, aren't you? This isn't what no, no, Emily's the expert. Yes. <laughs> You're just an expert by osmosis. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I yeah. wanted to, to build my base and, and see if I could, uh, you know you know, last against an opponent that's better than yeah. the, uh, the built-in AI because it's rubbish. Yep, I know what you mean. <laughs> so, Bob, maybe we need to uh, create a realm or something like that. Well, uh, there is rumours, and I, I, I will say this so far, there are rumours that uh, the tech company that I'm working for, mm -hmm. um, some of us that work in networks might be repurposing one of the servers in the data center. <laughs> well, please, please add me to uh, the does happen, mailing list. Yeah, if it does happen, I'll pass you the connection details. Fantastic. <laughs> Join. <laughs> I still think Minecraft in VR needs to be a... Yes, you know, needs that to be needs a to be a thing. thing. It, it, it was um, and still is available on the Oculus Rift. But yes. that has now been discontinued, so you can't buy it oh. anymore. And the Oculus Quest 2, which is, uh, you know, superseded the Rift, unfortunately, um, Microsoft 
aren't releasing it because they've decided that they have um, no no immediate need for, for VR, which is why the Xbox won't have oh, any no. kind of VR, the Xbox. Yeah, um, next one. Yeah, the next one. So, uh, so yeah, leave it all to PlayStation and uh, Microsoft, then that's a mistake. Um, not if you're me, because you've <laughs> got a PlayStation. So uh, I spent some time yesterday, or some time today, actually playing some more Star Wars Squadrons oh, nice. in VR. My God. Do you know what? If I didn't own a VR and somebody let me play that game for 10 minutes, I would go out You'd and buy out a VR buy. just for that game. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. I've got over the sort of queasy sort of feeling that I did when I played it for like an hour. Yeah. Uh, so you're I now just, playing it for like 24 oh, hours at a time. Pretty, you're living I in would. VR. I pre- I'm playing it a mission at a time just because, you know, I don't want to yeah. finish the game too much. But it's all multiplayer and everything on that. So you can play multiplayer on oh. VR. Just dogfighting as a TIE fighter or an X-Wing or a Y-Wing or an A-Wing and the TIE bombers and all this sort of stuff. It is amazing. Can I'm you imagine loving that game. kind of a, a group of three or four of you Going in as a squadron, oh. all linked on VR, you know, with yes comms and everything. <laughs> it needs to be a thing, definitely. That is that is <laughs> definitely my favourite VR game. So I've, that and Iron Man. I think if I'm saying to yeah. that Bob, right, these are the titles you need to get. I think Iron Man's amazing, yeah. but Star Wars Squadrons is fantastic. <laughs> I am loving it. So it's uh, it's great. So I played a bit of that. So what else have you played, Rob? I just interrupted while we were talking about VR. Um, I've been introduced to the world of Roblox. <laughs> yes. Um, so Bob, you know what that is. I'm a couple of years ahead of you, Emily, yeah, slightly. By, by Emily. Um, so yeah, Addy's been, um, playing Roblox, um, online with her friends, um, over half term. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, Minecraft, Two or or whatever they want to call it. Um, it there's some know. very good games on there. There's some pretty pants ones as well, yeah. but there's some very good ones. Oh yeah, I was. Um, I, I soon found my way onto a Walking Dead clone. Um, I uh, yeah, yeah. I was also <laughs> playing um, as uh, you know a superhero, building up my. Uh, my Iron Man suit and base, yep. yeah, you know, plenty been of games like that. that one. So, um, <laughs> so Roblox is something I have been introduced uh, to, and something that uh, Addy has pretty much at the moment dedicated spending her pocket money on. Yeah. So uh, she's got flying frogs and all that kind of stuff yes. with, <laughs> with her money. <laughs> Emily was the same. I, I, I signed her up for the. It's not developers. What's it called? There's, there's basically you can basically subscribe to it, and you get so many Roblox points per. Yeah. So yeah, basically, I did that for him. <laughs> did it for myself as well, but <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that was the main reason. It's like, oh yeah, let's just put Emily's name down on this, just you know, cause yeah. <laughs> so what have you watched, Rob? Uh, not much. Uh, you know, I, I've been gaming and I've been doing lots of work, but uh, when it comes to watching, um, not very much. But what I have watched um, is uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 3, Episode 3. And yeah. I, uh, I ooh, it's, it's hard to say this, but I'm still very, very much enjoying it to the point where um, 
I've decided, did I just misjudge Discovery? So I've started <laughs> watching Discovery from season one again just really? to make sure if I liked it or not. Just yeah. because there isn't enough stuff that uh, that you've got, you're watching <laughs> stuff you've already seen that you decided you did not like. Exactly. So, what are you? Are you thinking that you did misjudge it, or no? I, I think I, I I was completely correct that <laughs> <laughs> they were idiots. They changed things like Klingons that they didn't have to, and if they hadn't have done that, I would have been enjoying it a lot more. Yeah. Um, and just luckily, season three so far, you know, is focused on other things so we haven't seen that kind of uh uh involvement yet but we'll get there i'm sure um and then the other thing i've seen which is the only other thing on my list um is something we watched for our saturday big screen movie night um it was from netflix and it was called over the moon it's a um kind of a, a chinese um animated uh, disney style um movie um musical lots of uh, songs in there um and what i like about it actually is that that it is you know very telling about about china and their culture so um it's about this um, moon festival that they have in china a real thing um and they they make these mooncakes again another real thing we've downloaded the recipe off the internet so we can try them after watching the film um and um yeah it's um it's about this um chinese uh moon goddess legacy and um can i pronounce the the, the name of this uh, goddess probably not Shangji, something like that um that's pretty close, that pretty close wasn't it bob I'm I'm not sure. I don't yeah. know how it's written. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, this um this young girl, uh, star of the show, she um the the moon goddess story is that the moon goddess um makes this potion that enables her to live forever and she takes this so she can be with her true love, but unfortunately kind of gets whisked away to the moon because of it and um you know loses her, her true love anyway and uh to live eternity on the moon and um the uh the resourceful uh young girl decides that that you know she wants to to go and meet this moon goddess and uh is going to start building a rocket to take it to the moon you know Aww. so to me a bit of space you know, always a good thing. And um, I really liked it. I, I, I really saw kind of elements of um, kind of Disney in there, which for, uh, you know, a Netflix production or, or one they've bought, you know, is it, quite good, I think. So uh, I definitely recommend it. If, you, if you're into your animation and yeah. uh, a family movie, then Over the Moon on Netflix. Yeah, sounds quite nice. Yeah. Sounds pleasant. Yeah. Is there any uh, like elections or um, I did yes I did say that or or political things going on or tweeting or anything in it or no there, there's no oh. no uh, kind of social media or um, you know rigging of ballots or anything like that social distancing in it no it's probably none of that either oh that's about a weird um, film. That's like some weird David Lynch stuff, then, and it's like no social distancing. <laughs> it, it, very strange. It does, like I say, it, it does feel very Disney, though. There is the um, the the kind of the sad, upsetting moments that all Disney films that are, that are worth their weight 
in gold providers. So, um, so yeah, go and watch it. So a little bit of breaking news. Apparently there is now... So we, we, we end up with all these groups so, and protests and stuff. It's been like that for the past couple of years, I think. So apparently there is one called Stop the Count. There's actually a group what? now where Trump supporters are um, barricading the polling stations and trying to make them stop counting the ballots. Oh, yeah. so somebody just mentioned it on Twitter. I'm like, please tell me that's not a thing. And he sent me a link to a video where people are actually trying to get in and stop the count and disrupt the count. So Trump has definitely won so much that his supporters are demanding the vote stopped being uh, counted. So that's an odd one. Surely these people should be arrested mm. um, for, for yeah, disrupting uh, official elections. Or whatever, yeah. 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 Well, I was going to say, I've just seen one of the headlines come up. Um, basically, Biden has broken yeah. the record for the most votes in history yeah, that's for true. any presidential candidate. That's true. Wow. And that, a, a lot and of that is... still going up. Yeah. It is. Because it's to do with the turnout, isn't it? This is the biggest turnout yeah. since like 1908 or something stupid like that. It's like a crazy amount. Um, so even if Trump does win, who knows? I don't know. Nobody... It's like yeah. all I saw earlier on was people going, oh, so-and-so win. No, this person will win. Look, shut up and just wait for the results. I was going to say, the other one is, um, I mean, the the BBC haven't updated their website. <laughs> no, they haven't, have they? Uh, apparently on USA Today, the latest is 238 votes for Biden, 214 for Trump. Nice. Well, um, who sent it me? Jeff from uh, Dead Air sent me. And he sent me a little video where like, he's found three different websites of three different results. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? Because he replied to me. He said, well, it does, where does it say? What's he said? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, weird. BBC says Biden 227, Trump 214. The Guardian says Biden 248 and Trump 214. Mm-hmm. What is the actual result so far? Uh, Donald <laughs> Trump would like to know that answer as well. What is the actual yeah. result? Uh, Donald Trump thinks he's won. But uh, so here's here's what's worse. And I was on a Twitter conversation with somebody earlier. What is worse, Trump tweeting because he won, so the gloating, or Trump throwing tantrums for the fact he didn't win? I think the gloating would actually be worse. I'm going to go very political here and say um, Trump having a Twitter account. Yeah, well, <laughs> you look at his Twitter account today. The amount of tweets that have been flagged by Twitter. If that was a regular user, they'd have been kicked off by now. Oh, yeah. They well, really would. You've only, you've only got to make like two mistakes or whatever and they will flag your account yeah. and you ain't using it for days. But for some reason, they let Trump get away with it longer. It's cause... the same with the uh, algorithm on Facebook, apparently, from what I read. Really? But, yeah, they're basically letting him get away with a lot on there. And it's, I get why, because it's obviously he's one of the most tweety persons or so, sounds like tweet something a, bit, a little bit different. I was going to say my one would be biggest liars. Yes, it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> but it's I'm crazy. not political, honest. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is interesting though. But oh uh, yeah, yeah. Also, crazy. Yes. So, um, is that all you've watched, Rob? Discovery yeah. and that's okay. It's not a crime. It's all I've watched. Uh, Bob, what have you watched um, since I'm- we last spoke? basically been watching mainly a lot of tv series in and between working um so i've been watching a hell of a lot of um law and order uh i've started watching a series that i know i'm you're gonna laugh because it's been on for years but i've only just got into mm-hmm. it and that's Flash. ncis 
Yeah, mm-hmm. to be honest, that's a show I want to get it. I want to get into that and Criminal Minds, but there's that many flipping yeah. box sets and seasons. It's like, do you know what? Um, I'm in no rush. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm all right with NCIS. I will not laugh mm-hmm. at you for that. So, like I say, Law & Order, NCIS, um, of course, MASH, of course. I've been watching more of that. And same with uh, doing, working my way again through, as I said before, Robin of Sherwood. Yes. So it, it does look dated, I'm afraid. but Yeah, yeah it does. It's still fun. Exactly. Well, you watch it for the storylines, don't you? But exactly, I remember it being yeah. super dark when it was on. You're like, whoa, this is well violent. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Re- it's really not now, but at the time it kind of was. Yeah, and the music by Clanad, yeah. Yes, can't Made go wrong it very with that. atmospheric. Cannot go wrong with that. But yeah, those, those are mainly the ones that I've been watching. I've, I've got to say, I've not watched any films, despite mm-hmm. the fact having a pile of six i think it is that sat right next to the uh you know the blu-ray player to be watched these are ones that i've actually i have actually sorted and gone i really have to watch those and i've not (laughs) touched them you know that when you're watching a film it doesn't actually mean you just look at the box i know yeah there's a disc in there bob (laughs) if you take a disc in and put it in that that thing that little black box it's when you get the front of the box scan it and blow it up a bit it becomes what's known as a poster (laughs) it does that's why you buy them well i've got 11 blu-rays that are on order from Arrow and Criterion. That, uh, Arrow, I ordered 10 days ago, and it's still not even shipped. Oh, no. Thanks for that. And cri- the Criterion ones that really I good. ordered. Well, they emailed me like, uh, so it was the 23rd, I think, or 25th, I think it was. 25th when I ordered them. And then they emailed me about four days ago saying, oh, uh, the American Werewolf in London's out of stock. Um, do you want us to cancel the order? Or, just, or do you want to wait two weeks? For this to come back in stock, maybe. I said, no, just cancel American Werewolf in London, ship the rest. Send the rest. Mm. Send the rest, it's fine. It's like 80 quid worth of Blu-rays. So I um, tweeted them. You can't can't go through that and not tell us what you've ordered. Uh, Well, I'll find it in a minute. So (laughs) I, uh, well, a couple of them, well, one of them's for your Christmas. Oh, so don't tell us um, that. So I'm I'm not telling you any of them. It's alright, that was American Werewolf. In fact, fact, Arrow, as I speak, have literally just dispatched the package now. So they've just just sent it in. So I am going to read the ones that aren't for your, that are not for any of your Christmases. So I'll miss them out. So I've ordered a special edition of The Exorcist 3, which has two different versions of the movie on it. I'm, I'm a sucker for that. I've ordered a film called Harpoon, which I saw at Grimfest last year, which yeah, is really, you, really you good. Were, you really liked that one, didn't it's you? Really I remember. Yeah. I have ordered uh, the special edition two-disc set of Old Boy. Oh, nice. Which is uh, an amazing yeah. film. I've Old ordered a film. Boy. It's a great film. I've ordered Miracle Mile, if you're familiar with that yes. one, from the late 80s, I believe, yep. I think, with Anthony Edwards in it. I've ordered the Blu-ray version of Psycho 2. I've ordered the Blu-ray version, well, these are all Blu-rays, so I don't keep yeah. saying that. Uh, the director's cut of Battle Royale. Oh, nice. And Bound, which is a wonderful film from the makers of The Matrix before they did The Matrix. Yeah. And for the criteria, and then I've ordered, like, couple that might be to somebody's Christmas um, or birthday or whatever <laughs> and I've ordered three from Criterion, I ordered The Fisher King Good which choice, is a, yeah. an all singing, all dancing special edition one uh, It Happened One Night, which is a really Ooh, old yes. black and white film, I've forgotten who's in it but I love the film, yeah. like, I don't know if it's Clark Gable or somebody but it's it's very cool It's a feel and, good uh, film. 
Oh, it's great for Annette loves it. So we've got a big screen projector that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the Last Temptation of Christ by Martin Scorsese, starring Willem Dafoe, with music by Peter Gabriel. So I've never watched that, and I really it's should. Really, it's really good. It's like you know, I'm not religious, and it's not that sort. You don't of need to. It's, I you mean, don't need to. It's based fact, it's fiction. Yeah, it's Scorsese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got Harvey Keitel in there, Willem Dafoe, directed by Martin Scorsese, soundtrack by Peter Gabriel. What it's more great. is there to want? It's a good film because <laughs> I remember watching it years ago, and then it was one of the films where people protested. Let's protest oh. it because they're, t- they're mocking religion. Well, they're not. They're just they've done a film where Jesus was a real guy, yes. not some sort of he didn't come down from heaven. He was just like this real guy who didn't know what was going on in his life and all that sort of stuff. And a friend of mine at the time in the video store he bought he actually said I refuse to watch it I did buy it though just so I could burn it I'm like what <laughs> kind of stupid logic you've just paid money for it and you're going to destroy it why why do you just not bother watching it so yes he, that's a true story on that one so you're going to buy it to burn it not watch yeah. it so basically you just even though you're totally against it you've it's given the guys so that make the film 15 20 quid whatever <laughs> exactly. Makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, what's the logic? There is there is no logic. It's, uh, I'm annoyed at you, so I'm going to throw 20 quid. <laughs> it's mad. I'm, I'm not going to watch your film, but have some money. I was going to say, okay. if people were doing that, I wish more people were annoyed with me. So do I. Let's make a film, Bob, that's so offensive that people don't want to watch 20 it, pounds it but just time. give us money. So we'll all do that. Goat movie will be like that. Put some goat on goat action in it or whatever. <laughs> Something like that. And make sure the goats are related because that makes it even creepier. Oh, yeah. So, uh, some, um, some news just in. It looks yep. like Michigan is going to Biden because <laughs> their current margin is uh, Biden's ahead by 61,235 votes and there is estimated 54,000 votes left to count. Ooh. Nice. So Donald will be like, <laughs> it's not a happy trap. Well, um... like I say, he's looking good. <laughs> you know, Biden's looking good for Wisconsin because there's 99% of the votes being counted. Yeah. And he's ahead. Michigan, yeah. that you've just said he's looking good for. Mm-hmm. Um, Nevada and Arizona then. Arizona is reasonable amount ahead. Yeah. Nevada yeah. is just ahead. But if he yeah. takes both those, Wisconsin and Michigan, he's yeah. in. He is. Yeah, that's he, he the thing, isn't it? He gets just the amount he yeah. needs. He get, yeah, he literally gets the 270. Yeah. That's why when people are like, um, oh, this is up and that. No, you, you cannot. See. The only way to find out who's won is to see who's won when they've won. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So that's why I was shooting anybody down on Twitter like, oh, Biden's won. No, he hasn't. Trump's won. No, he hasn't. Just flip him wait and find out. Very annoying. But, yeah, uh, I, I was going to say, it, it's one of those things. I mean, over in America now, what, we're about, well, in in Washington, probably about 20 past three in the afternoon. Yeah, the, the earliest it will be is about one o'clock in the afternoon yeah. in like L.A., yeah, stuff. but I mean, I'm just thinking in Washington, yeah, it, it still gives Trump enough time to start putting up emergency machine gun nests. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Which I, I wouldn't yeah. put past him. No, I wouldn't. I think there will actually be trouble. Yeah. No, and I'm not talking about him tweeting or using capital letters or whatever. I do think there will be trouble once be whoever it is, whoever is announced as the winner, I think there will be trouble. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... Uh, it's a sad state of affairs. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
So, but yeah, getting away from all the doom and gloom and and violence. Um, So my Blu-rays are on the way, so that's good. Uh, Film-wise, on the big screen, I have watched Contact, which I'm pretty sure you've seen. You've seen that one, Rob? I have. Oh, what well, turned? I was talking to Annette about it, and I'm like, "You seen Contact?" She went, "Never seen it." I'm like, "What?" what? And I love that. I absolutely love it. She was like, "I've never watched that film." Right, we're watching it now. <laughs> Let me go dig out the DVD and dig out the Blu-ray, and I found it on Amazon. I think it was, yeah, because uh, all my Blu-rays and DVDs are all boxed up at the minute, it's redecorated, and uh, so yeah, I put that on. She loved it. So then I came upstairs and I tweeted the producer of contact linda obst who follows me on twitter and went just watch twitter and then she was telling me how you know she gave me little bits of facts and, oh, wow. and stuff like that about the movie so i was like well chuffed and she also produced the fisher king so once i've oh, watched the I fisher see. king i'll be like hey yeah. linda it's me again <laughs> <laughs> just been watching your fisher king oh I like but, it. Uh, yeah she said it was something like 12 or 13 years i think it was between the time they met with carl sagan to make the film and the time the film came out it was a lot of years and there was also a lot of pressure having Jodie Foster, a woman at the time, she's a woman now, but having a woman lead a big science fiction film at that time just never yeah. happened. Mm. So that was uh, that was my sort of sexism tweet. in Hollywood. Pretty much, still yeah. a thing, still oh, a true. thing. Uh, we then watched the 2015 film Crimson Peak, which mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you have, have seen. It's the big gothic horror. And it's not even a horror, I sort of badly did it. It's a gothic love story that has horror elements to it, starring uh, Tom Middleston. Mm. No, I don't mm. think I've seen it. I've heard of no. it, but I've not, not I seen I think it. you would like it, Bob. It's very, Excellent. very good. So, well, I do like Tom Middleston as well. He's, he's great in it. It was one of those films I'd, I'd had it for years, and I just never bothered watching it for some reason, because it's there. <laughs> when you did like, think, why have I not watched this before? Yeah. It's a bit like you with the six DVDs just sat there. Yeah. Just going, you know, they're there. There's no rush. Not got anywhere. Uh, Crimson Peaks out there for five years. I was and, uh, eventually say, yeah, it. it's not your first time, though. I mean, Seven Samurai. Yeah, what was... I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another film that I watched and thought, <laughs> I really like it, and I enjoyed it. So. There you go. Sorry, I, I had that. to turn that one back on you. <laughs> uh, last night, we watched the remake of The Witches. Ooh. Which is very good, starring Anne Hathaway, Stanley yeah. Tucci's in there. It's uh, obviously a remake, a reimagining or whatever of the Roald Dahl book and the Nicholas Rogue film from the 90s. And obviously Twitter's doing its thing, going, oh, it's a remake, I don't want to watch it, I like the original one, shut up. Um, And and I loved it. It was a good old family, cheesy, fun film with CGI and big grins and and all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, it's well worth watching. It's not out on any streaming platforms yet, but it is out on premium rentals. It's like 15 quid to rent the damn thing. Yeah. So, uh, Can I ask, Stuart, is that yeah. um, less or more scary than the original? Because I, I, you know, the original I think was quite scary with some of the uh, the the kind of the masks that the the witches were wearing. And yeah, yeah it's, I don't think it's as because I've seen a lot of films that the director of the original one did, mm-hmm. and he he is kind of a dark creepy filmmaker <laughs> um, this new one's done by Robert Zemeckis who did Back ah, to the yeah. Future mm-hmm. uh, Polar Express all that sort of stuff so uh-huh. you're, he's done it as a family film I wouldn't let like four year olds watch it no. but well, Addy and Emily will on. love it yeah because it, yeah, it's, it's it is a fun film the, the sort of freaky looking ma- masks are more like big CGI 
big grins so their yeah. mouths open up a lot wider. Yeah. You know, like a, like a Cheshire cat type yeah. grin. <laughs> so that's probably about as scary as it gets, but it's just, it's a really fun film. So we sat and watched that. Uh, tonight we were going to sit and watch Fantasy Island, which I've not seen yet, but I'm podcasting, so Fantasy Island will get watched tomorrow. And last night in bed, I decided to flick onto Amazon Prime and see what was on there. And I found a film that I should have really watched seven years ago, but I haven't. And it's called All Is Lost from 2013. And it stars Robert Redford. There you go. That's all. He's the only cast member in this film. It's Robert (laughs) Redford. He's on a yacht. He's on his own sort of yacht thing. And he's asleep. And he wakes up and he's crashed into, or rather it's crashed into his boat, one of those big metal containers, shipping containers that's yeah. fell off a ship and it's pierced a hole in the side of his yacht. And it's sinking. And it starts to sink and it's just him trying to deal with this thing. So there's storms and there's very... I think there's only three little sections of dialogue in the entire movie. Yeah. Because there's nobody else there, so he doesn't talk. Yeah. There's one bit at the beginning when he's doing like this voiceover thing when he's writing a letter. Yeah. And then the film goes to several days earlier. So you go, okay... Then there's another bit when he's trying to make a radio call. And then there's another bit when he gets so annoyed at something, he shouts the F-bomb at the sky. And that's <laughs> it. There's, there's no other dialogue oh. in the film. And it's so clever. But, but it's, the, uh, it's well worth watching. The silver lining is, uh, in the container, it was a brand new Ferrari. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> probably. I was going to say, with you mentioning Robert Redford, you, you've just decided... Even though I've got six films to watch, yeah. there's one that I've got to go and rewatch that I've not watched for ages. Which is that? Well, Robert Redford. Yes. Sneakers. I, had, I was going to say Ben Kingsley, but didn't even need Yeah, he said one person, one name, and I got <laughs> yeah. it. Sneakers. Yeah, I haven't seen that for a long time. I think it's about two years since I've watched that. Yeah, it's a great so film. I think it's it... one of those films I'd like them to have done a sequel. Yes. The sneakers, the other sneaker. Yeah. Would have been uh, <laughs> would have been good, but I would highly recommend All Is Lost. I'm, I may have to uh, watch that one then. Yes, it is very very good. Uh, TV wise, I've just been watching episodes of The Handmaid's Tale. I'm on episode eight or nine, I think, of season one. My God, that show is dark, but it's so good. <laughs> it's really, really good. Oh, and Annette and I have started rewatching The West Wing. Nice, uh, because we wanted to watch and see what it was like. We thought we'd go pure fiction. And yeah. see what it was like to watch a show about politicians that were nice <laughs> and were smart and actually cared about the people that well, elected them. So we thought, let's let's rewatch the West Wing. Well, I was going to say, did you see that they remade one of yes. the episodes? I've seen it. You have. Oh. Don't ask me how, but yes, I've seen it. Apparently, it's not available in the UK, so I have no idea where I saw that one. But yeah, I have. Uh, I what? have watched it. And it's very, thoughts? very, very clever. And it was Annette has never seen an episode of the West Wing. She hasn't, oh. had, but she hadn't at the time. But um, so somebody in the States went, hey, do you want to watch this, this West Wing yes, reenactment? Of that? I'm like, yes, please, let me watch that one. So they arranged me to watch that one. Oh. And I, I don't want to wait until Annette was out of the room. So I'm like, we're watching this. I really want to watch her watching it. Yeah. She loved it. She thought, she's like, my God, this is so clever, this writing, and it's yeah. amazing, blah, blah, blah. There's so, so many characters to fall in love with. Oh, it's all of them. She, um, the only downside was that we watched one of the early episodes and there was a doctor in it. Yeah, who just came in, Morris, he came in, he was like ch- checking the, the president's blood pressure and stuff, and then it went, 
Oh, I really like him. He's my favourite character. Oh, and then yeah. the, the next episode, hey, he's been killed in a plane accident. She's like, right, don't watch this film anymore. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. Just stick with it, stick with it, yeah. stick with it, it's fine. And uh, and then Charlie's introduced, and she's like, oh, yes. I like Charlie. So now Charlie is her new favourite <laughs> character. So Same. we're back in the game, but it's such a good show. Well, I mean, this really is good. I think everyone has their own favourite characters. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure that you're probably similar to me, um, as well as liking the president, of course, Jeff, you know, yeah. Ted Bartlett. Yeah. It's got to be Toby. See, if, no, for me, I like uh, Leo, Leo McGarry, played yeah. by John Spencer. Yes. He's Another my favourite character. Lost, yes, because he died, I think, in real life around season five, six, I think. So then they obviously they had to write it into the show. So. Yeah. Um, but they have his character in this reenactment. Of yes. the West Wing, but obviously played by somebody else. So, yeah. Um, I had but to if, tell from what I've heard, it's one. been played very well. Definitely played for it. They all play it very well. It's weird because it's, it's a reenactment of a season three episode. Yeah, it's one of the um, minor kind of primaries, isn't it? In like a, yeah. some kind of minor kind of county in New Hampshire so. way. And it's so, but they haven't like, the, the only way they've reenacted it is they're, they're all on stage. Yes. So you've got you're obviously you're looking at it. You go, they're in a theatre, but you kind of forget that you're watching a theatre performance because you're just so into these yeah. characters like Martin Sheen and and Richard Schiff and stuff, just doing their dialogue and stuff. And you forget, hang on a minute, these are just sat on stage doing that. Your your brain tells you you're watching a movie or whatever. Yeah, it's very strange, but it's highly uh, highly worth watching. So it's yeah. got to be odd seeing them as they are now. You know, yes, it, I mean I know well, Bradley's got a he's got a beard and that hasn't he now? He has. I tell you, the odd one was seeing Charlie though. Yeah, <laughs> because he came into. I mean, he was probably about seventeen or something. Oh yeah, he, when came he came in into very the young, show. So yeah, and uh, An so when next, kind of thing. When Annette saw him, who's that? I'm like, he was in the other one. Oh, so he was because <laughs> she's seen him like twenty years later on. So he's kind of aged a bit. But oh. what I didn't remember was Elizabeth Moss from The Handmaid's Tale. She's the president's daughter. Yes. So it's like, oh shit, yeah, she's in it. So she's just been introduced in it. So that's kind of weird. Oh wow. But uh, <laughs> uh, did you watch the West Wing, Rob? Uh, I didn't. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I highly, highly recommend. The yeah. whole lot is on all four. Okay. For free for free. So you can watch the whole lot there, and uh, which is what we started doing. Watch that. Once all this is over, I'll pass every box of. Box yeah, I've got them all, Rob. I, I'll do it. I've got them all boxed up. I mean, yeah. So I've got them all, but I thought, you know what? I can't be bothered hunting around for all these DVDs. So yeah. sod it. They're on the streaming platform. I will oh. just watch them there. Well, yeah, so that's it, exactly. Again, it's what I've done. it's just one of those ones that you watch it, and some episodes seem to move very slowly, and you think. Yeah, you know, kind of okay. This is a bit odd, but at the end of that episode, it's just I want to watch another. Yes. <laughs> well, we watched five in like three days. Yeah. So, which is pretty pretty good for Annette. Yes. Um, she's finished watching Thirteen Reasons Why. That's the one she's watching on Netflix. Yeah. So she's got that, and then the next one will be The Outsider, which is based on a Stephen King show. <laughs> so she will be watching that but I'm trying to spend this month watching films that I've never seen before so that's one of my tasks is to just get down my film list Yeah. Um, and I think what I've watched so far so I'm doing okay so far so I've watched uh, The Witches 
I watched one on Netflix called His House, which is a bit of a creepy British horror movie, which is pretty good. And All Is Lost. So we're on the 4th of November, and I've watched three films I'd never, ever seen before. So I'm getting there. I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm not going to try and watch one every single day, but I just want to get the list down of films that I have seen. I'm going to try not watch that much television uh, unless I'm sitting watching it with Annette, obviously. I'm not putting her in an embargo to not watch any TV. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's everybody got planned for their week? Rob, what is the week ahead for you? Uh, more more website building, um, mm-hmm. and I'd like to watch some TV or, or movies and just veg out and do nothing. But whether or not that happens is another story, so uh, watch this space. <laughs> Bob? What's, what's your week planned? Well, um, sort of finishing firefighting, which is a bit of an odd story, but there you a go. A little bit of a little um, bit of an odd one, yeah. It was basically a case of tail end of last week. Uh, my mum had a phone call that was seemed quite believable. Oh, oh yeah. Dear. You know where I'm going uh, with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scam yeah. phone call, basically. Yeah. So, um, anyway. Luckily, uh, you know, kind of the firefighting was enough that we've stopped anything happening. Uh, I've cleaned house on a computer and everything. Uh, so we're fairly sure on that. We're going through changing, you know, between uh, the three of us, you know, my mum, my sister, myself. We're going through changing all the passwords on everything and changing awesome. our bank account passwords and all this. Is this some, some sort of I'm work for Microsoft, you have been virus, let me have access to your PC type? No, um, basically, someone phoned up and said, uh, right, just phoning up, just to let you know, um, your Amazon Prime subscription is due for renewal. And uh, we just <laughs> okay. wanted to check, you know, we, we don't think, you know, uh, I forget what the exact wording was, but. You know, it was basically a case of we wanted to, you know, we realized that you probably don't want this. You know, we need to sort out kind of, you know, canceling your subscription. Wow. And my mum didn't realize that she doesn't actually have an Amazon Prime. No. no, no. So she'd gone through all this. They'd had her do various things. It ended up, um, she downloaded a remote access oh, program for no. them called Awesome. Awesome, A W E S U N. But luckily, once the phone call was finished, she basically decided, "Oh, perhaps I've made a mistake," and she switched everything off. Good. So uh, until I went over and what have you. So yeah, basically, it's a case of uh, cleaned house on the computer. You know, basically moved things, full scans, went through clearing down everything that I could think of. Okay, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not our security specialist from work, but I, I've got a reasonable good idea. Yeah, you know enough, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but one of the things that came out of this was um, my mum's just got a, a normal telephone. Okay. Um, I don't know about you two guys, but I've got one of these ones with the True Call, which yeah, basically... I, I don't I don't use my landline anymore. <laughs> well, this is it. I I I don't normally, but yeah. You know, it's basically yeah. a case of with this true call, if someone phones up that isn't in your address book, the system handles it and says, who's calling? And yeah. then you'll get a, a call from the system saying, you have a call coming in from, and then whatever they say, you know, whoever they say they are, do you wish to accept this? And you yeah. can either go one for yes, two for 
no. Yeah. Three for block the number from now on. <laughs> and four for I don't want to take it at the moment, send it to answer machine. Yeah. Which, you know, basically for something like that, I think, you know, I I find it useful. Mm. I think, you know, due to the fact that after this had happened, my mum had uh, three other phone calls from people of a similar nature, you know, claiming to be, as you say, Microsoft or whatever. Yeah. You know, so um, basically I, I've, I've got her, it was delivered today, one of these telephone systems with true call on. So at the weekend I'm going over and I'm fitting that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So and, uh, that's that's my one. <laughs> and, and a shout out to the scummy bastards just making horrible phone calls and trying to. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus, this was it. Okay, as you know, kind of Amazon Prime or normally is it? It's something like seventy nine pounds ninety five. Yeah, yeah, it is, a year. Yeah. Um, they basically had my mum kind of do something. Luckily, not actually go into her bank account. But yep. they basically said, oh, you've mistyped that and you've put it in as £7,995. Uh, so okay. it was a case yep. of, okay, yeah, we need to make sure that that doesn't go out the bank. Yes. So hence, you know, getting in contact with the bank, blocking anything coming out, etc., and then That's making changes. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, didn't want that happening. <laughs> no. So there you go. That's my long-winded story of... Uh, yes. Well, for me, not much. Um, I did a podcast on Monday with uh, some wonderful, cool people, and I've done this one with some wonderful, cool people, and then I'm back in work on Friday night, mm. and uh, other than that, I'm doing enough off the next couple of days, because oh. <laughs> we're all on lockdown and we don't do anything, so, you know. Get your sparklers out for tomorrow night. <laughs> um, well, there's been fireworks going off for, for days and stuff here <laughs> yeah. anyway, so. Oh, not here? No? No. no. Oh. Everybody's saving them till tomorrow night. They're sensible ah. down there. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, no, they've been going off, and I'm guessing they've been going off near you as well, Bob. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Emily was over last weekend. Um, yeah. In fact, she was over for uh, an extended weekend. I've taken the Thursday and Friday off um, ah, because, yeah. of course, it was half term last week. It so um, we we ended up playing quite a lot of games ourselves. She brought <laughs> nice. over. Um, her switch, which we connected up to the big TV in her room now, seeing as she's got like uh, the Xbox up there and what have you. Great. Yep. So I, I was introduced to the wonders of one, two switch and uh, what's the uh, Mario super Mario carts and things like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I think Emily regretted introducing me to super Mario carts. <laughs> well, Cause you, you wouldn't get off it. Um, she won the oh, first you're race. Very good at it. and didn't didn't win anymore it could have been a bit like that yeah (laughs) so here's an update for you Bob so you know my arrow Blu-rays yes Uh, just got my tracking number Uh, they're going to be delivered by Hermes excellent I'll expect them tomorrow never going to see them am I (laughs) never going to see them thrown over my front (laughs) front edge (laughs) probably so Rob if you get some Blu-rays enjoy and uh, Bob if you get them let me know if they're any good Yeah. Uh, send me a picture of them piled on top of the 16th novel. <laughs> I'm, I'm half tempted to, to fake a box with your address on the front. Yes, <laughs> you might as well. Take a picture and send it to you. 
you might as well. So, um, on on a final note, we have recorded or I've recorded this year for this is the forty seventh podcast, and it totals podcasting this year is seventy seven hours. Wow. Not bad. So. God help anybody that's had to listen to all of them because you've probably got a whole bunch of hours with you guys on and uh, literally 77 hours with me on. So, yeah, that's not bad going. So, yeah, this is episode number 47. So, Rob and I recorded a bunch of little intros last week for a whole bunch of extra podcasts that are going out <laughs> and, uh, and an advert for Stu Miller's podcast, which I sent over to him. Went, Thank you. I'll listen later. I'm like, okay, I've not heard from him since. So, <laughs> so he's fallen maybe, out with you. <laughs> maybe, maybe it didn't go down too well. I was going to say, but, were uh, any of these things you've recorded involving puppets? No, no, there was no oh. puppets, but there was just lots of. I don't know. I don't even know what we said. We, <laughs> we just ranted yeah. for sort of a couple of minutes and then I cut it down into a nice 30-second advert for him and, and sent it yeah. over. So that'll be running on his Monday movie show, whatever night of the week that Monday movie show that gets played. <laughs> Usually not on a Monday for some strange reason. But, uh, but uh, I will speak to you guys very, very soon, probably off-air. Uh, Rob, I'll probably have a chat to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Um, Bob, I'll have a chat to you soon as well. I look forward to it. Thank you very much for episode number 547. Now I'm going to close this one down and then I'm going to go listen to some extra podcasts like Open Forum Radio and Conspiracy Otter. So go listen to them. (laughs) And um, yeah, sleep well, guys. And enjoy. Thank you. Take care. Bye for now.